The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear the mask. I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth, I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said... Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for a Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Friday morning. <laughs> here we are. Already at the end of the week, and before you know it, it's going to be Monday. I mean, it's just, things just go that way. By the way, happy anniversary to my wife. Uh, 27 years she has been putting up with me. And in many cases, <laughs> it's uh, it's, been, it's been way beyond what she should have put up with. Uh, but by God's grace... And by what he says in Proverbs 18.22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And um, so I want to take this time as uh, also Proverbs 31 talks about not only do her children rise up and call her blessed, but her husband does too. And um, she is such, she's an incredible blessing in my life. And um, I'm so thankful 
that uh, God gave me, uh, Denise, to be my bride. So just happy anniversary, baby. 27 years, and um, uh, the Lord's just been good to us. So I just wanted to say that. Now, if you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com, SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. <laughs> Slide down, and uh, you'll see the little Pfizer uh, poison bottle with the pregnant lady on it. Click on the play button right there, and um, <clears throat> you can uh, join us there. Blow it up on your device, and then click on the rumble down in the lower right corner. And when you do that, uh, it will take you over into the chat on our rumble channel. And we've got some friends over there. We've got them across different platforms. Uh, Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page. Also, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, as well as if you've got a Roku device, we're on Cutting Edge TV over there. And uh, I'm trying to squeeze in. I'm, I'm just doing a lot of different things outside of The Sons of Liberty as far as trying to learn some things because I've got to uh, sort of defend myself in some things. So I haven't had the time to really delve into getting it on a couple of other platforms if we can do that. And uh, they take a little technical stuff. So I'm a little slow in that area, but we're going to see if we can get on some other areas there. Right above where we were at, uh, Bradley had Carrie uh, yeah, Gordon on yesterday. Now we're going to be interviewing Carrie later today on taxation. That will air sometime next week. Uh, you won't want to miss that one because I got a feeling... He's right on the same page as as we are right here. And um, so, yeah, if you missed that, check that out up until 3 o'clock this afternoon. And then Bradley will be live right there from the road, from Michigan. And it, by the way, if some of you are wondering why that's a little low, I think um, all that, the music that comes in while he's on the road and also his calls, even if he does a Zoom, it's the way it's set up. Um, he's having to take the audio from the guest from the phone, and so that's why it, it sounds like that, okay? So just bear with him, listen hard, because the interviews have been good of the people he's he's been having on, so be sure to check that out. Also, you can sign up for our newsletter, sudslibertymedia.com, right at the top there. And then if you want to help us out uh, and keep us out there doing what we do, there's a donate button at the top of the page, sudslibertymedia.com, and also one where you can become a monthly partner, partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty. And then our store is available as well. Uh, this week, again, we're highlighting Bradley's book, The Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do, and uh, that you get 10% off this week only through tomorrow night, Saturday night at midnight, when you use the promo code ROCKS, okay? So that's pretty easy. Grass doesn't work, rocks do, use rocks, and you get a promo code too. I was a poet and didn't know it, but my feet show it because they long fellas, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, so the, we've got a couple of things. Let me let you know what's going on at sunslibertymedia.com first, and then um, we will, uh, we'll, we'll cover some other things. You know, yesterday's show, by the way, White House down, first concrete wall, now demolition charges set off, uh, has really taken off. I mean, wow, it's really gone crazy over there. So, if you didn't get a chance to hear yesterday's show, see the videos, all of that's in that archive there at sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll also have it linked up in today's archive as well. There's a couple of interesting stories that's out. Uh, this one is really interesting. Cops using civil forfeiture. You know, that's a violation of the Fifth Amendment, by the way. Them taking your stuff before you've been indicted, before you've been uh, convicted of a crime. They're not allowed to take your liberty. They're not allowed to take your property. 
Okay, They're just not allowed to do it, but they're doing it illegally. And your presidents have been supporting it. Yep, even Trumpo supported it. Biden definitely supports it. Obama supported it. Their attorney generals all supported it. It's wrong. It's immoral. It's unconstitutional. But they're using civil asset or civil forfeiture to organize armored car heists, robbing innocent people of over $1 million. This is from Matt Agris. Several federal law enforcement agencies and the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department are now the subject of a federal lawsuit after they were caught pulling over vehicles from an armored car company and robbing them of their cash. The stops were completely baseless as no crime had been committed and the cash inside the armored cars was from legal businesses, essentially making it literal highway robbery. According to the lawsuit, uh, Imperial Logic Logistics, an armored car and fintech company that operates nationwide, is demanding a stop to the seizures as they have no basis under state or federal law and violate Imperial's constitutional rights. Well, I don't think Imperial has constitutional rights. I think the individuals in Imperial have them, and these people being pulled over definitely have unconstitutional rights, but this is what they're doing. They are being present, or they're being represented by the Institute for Justice. Now, some of you probably have seen some of these stories we've had on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and people get all upset because you call out the cops for when they break the law. Sorry, you don't get a pass any more than the politician does. In fact, you're the one that calls yourself a law enforcer, but you're a lawbreaker if you're involved in things like this. And we saw the, the, the um, I think he was a Marine veteran. He's going up to see his daughter. The cops pull him over. He's got cash because he doesn't keep it in the bank. It was like 80 grand or something, I think. And they took it from him just because they said, oh, well, the dog smelled drugs on it. So what? 90 to 100% of our money what we call money, our fiat debt currency, smells like that. Let's, you know, this is, it's ridiculous to base what we're, what's going on here from the scent of what a dog picks up as a scent. It's just ridiculous. And since there were no drugs found, the obvious, the obvious problem here is they took his money from him. He didn't have any. And then he had to go, Get somebody to wire him some money and go get, you know, it was just a, it was a, and this is a veteran that they're doing this to. Dirty cops, dirty DEA, which is an unconstitutional agency. And this is why I continually encourage people, go to Tactical Civics, get involved, get educated, start a chapter in your county, and start putting back in place the common law jury and the constitutional militia. You want to see justice? This is how it's going to come. It's going to come through us. It's not going to come through your politicians. It ain't going to come through the representatives. It ain't going to come through the president. I don't care how many people keep talking about Trump. The f- coming back and part of the problem, the solution is the people. But the people have to repent before God. And we're going to get to some of that uh, this morning as well. Here's another one from Matt from yesterday. 80% of all U.S. dollars in existence have been printed in just the past two years. Do you get that? Do you wonder why the inflation is doing what it's doing? Let, let me let me let you in on something. For people who don't get what's going on here, the inflation has come as a result of many things, but one of the primary things is money printing. And the vast majority of it, of what we're facing right now, didn't come under Joe Biden. It came under Donald Trump. 
Remember that big 6.2 or 4, whatever it was, trillion dollar thing he signed last year? Yeah, they had to print that money because they don't have it. It's all debt money. They borrow it with interest already on it. And just food for thought here, since it's a debt, how do you pay debts with debt? You don't. You really don't. You don't pay that. And yet, Matt's saying 80% of the U.S. dollars in circulation in existence right now have been printed in just the past two years. That's under last year of Trump, first year of Biden. But they're all in it together. I'm not trying to just pick on Trump there. The reason I go back to Trump is because everybody wants to divide these Republicans and Democrats, say that somehow Trump is way different than all these guys. But you saw, and if you didn't see, we've done shows on it where we show you. He'll say one thing, something else is going on behind the scenes. Everybody gets it with Obama. They get it with Biden. They don't get it with their own guy. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why that is. But nevertheless, that's not the point. The point is, we're printing all this money. We're the ones who are going to be held liable for the debt. I know you don't understand, some people don't understand that, but we're the ones going to be held liable for it. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, declassified video shows U.S. military slaughter, entire innocent family, mostly children. Now, what's interesting about this story is the Department of Defense tried to cover it up and say, no, 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 this wasn't what it was. Now they had to come out and admit it. This is what they did. This is not painting the military bad. Look, our founding fathers didn't want a standing army. Okay? They did not want a standing army. They just didn't. They saw the damage it would do. I don't, I'm surprised that America hasn't figured that out yet, but we think it's patriotic to go send our kids, you know, wherever corrupt government tells them to go for whatever reason that they're wanting to throw out, and we think that's a noble thing. It's not. It's not. If there's a fight willing to fight, be fought, then let those who think that it needs to be done, let them be the first to put the uniform on and lead the charge. Not sit back in their ivory towers, literally, and tell the rest of us we have to give our kids up uh, to a draft or anything else to send them over there. Let them lead the charge. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Doctor, and this is what we're going to be talking about today. 100% of all reported outcomes of injected mothers lost their babies in the Pfizer, the, 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 the tests, the trials that they were doing at first. 100% of those reported where we saw the outcome happen, 100% of those mothers lost their children. Not 99.2 or, you know, pick your number, whatever you want. 100% of them all reported, who were reported with their outcomes of having the Pfizer injection, lost their babies. Every one of them. We're going to look at that in just a minute. Also, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, MIT doctor urgently warns against giving children experimental COVID shots. This is a, here's another one right out of MIT. Warning about children, giving these, your children these shots. And you know, there are still people out there who are just ignorant Maybe it's because they don't watch the mainstream media, and maybe it's because they don't look at alternative media either. Okay? But there are still people so ignorant that they'll take their kids to go give them a shot. Strap the mask on them every morning to go to school. I mean, it's crazy. It really is crazy. All right? 
So with that said, I've got several things, uh, some things I want to cover that that's going to be our main topic. I'm going to get to that in just a moment. Uh, this also, well, well, we'll touch on this one in just a little bit. Um, couple of videos I want you to see because I just, this one is great. Now, this is a young girl. I don't know how old she is. She's pretty articulate and very sarcastic to um, her school board. <laughs> and you're going to love this. Uh, you, you really are because she really lays it out sarcastically against the school board about what they've done with mass mandates, social distancing, you know, all these different kinds of mandates and tyranny that they're placing on the students. Check her out. Thank you for teaching students that our own mental health is much less important than making triple vaccinated adults feel safe. Thank you for teaching me that even the most minute risk is not worth taking. Life is best when you take the path of least resistance with no chance of failure and definitely no chance of catching a cold. Thank you for not reaching out to the students to ask how we feel about masks, because if you did, the majority of students would say that they hate masks, and then you might second-guess your decision to make us wear them. Thank you for allowing me to experience the anxiety associated with never seeing facial expressions. Thank you for teaching us that we should never question authority or think critically, but instead we should follow whatever the people in charge tell us to do. Obedience is best. I realize now that thinking for yourself is overrated and not really necessary when you can just make decisions based on fear. Thank you for pushing your irrational fears and anxieties on me because I didn't already have enough to worry about. I realize now how easy it, I had it when I only had to worry about my classes, my grades, SAT, and getting into college. Thank you for teaching me that being a morally superior person only requires that I cover my face for eight hours a day and that the most morally superior people wear two masks or even three masks. As you know, states around us, Indiana, Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, and Minnesota, which have two and a half times more students than Illinois, don't force kids, don't force kids to wear to masks. I'm with you though. These states are out of control, recklessly putting kids at risk of misery and death every day. Masks work, even if these states have the same outcomes as Illinois. Speaking of data, thank you for staying silent without mask, about masking despite the fact that COVID has a very high survival rate in kids my age. Who needs data anyway, though? We all know that it will never be safe to see anyone's face ever again. Yeah, well, you know, I, you know, I applaud what she's doing there, but I wish she'd take the mask off. Take it off and tell them, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. You're tyrants. And then what's with the the parents and sitting behind them, behind her? Look at what they're doing. They're spread out like a warm breakfast here. They're not. They're not. You know, up against each other. They're wearing the shame muzzles. They're wearing the subjugation tools, as Kate Shimrani calls them. They're doing it. Why don't they take them off? Why are they allowing tyrants to rule lawlessly? These are people that work for them. But I appreciate what she had to say because it should have shamed them, but it doesn't. They don't care because they say, nobody's going to do anything anyway. Nobody's going to do anything to us anyway. Now, we've got uh, this guy. I forget where he comes out of. I want to say he, this is the guy out of New South Wales, but I don't think it is. 
I want you to listen. This is only like 15 seconds. Listen to what this guy has to say <laughs> about, the sh- about the shots. It's, it's completely irrational, okay? No scientific basis for any of the stuff that we're seeing now, but definitely nothing for this. Check this guy out. So far, the science shows that people with only two doses of a COVID vaccine have only a 4% protection only 4%. against being infected by the Omicron variant, just 4%. With a third dose, it can provide a 64% protection against infection. (laughs) You can't make this up. If you've gotten two shots, you're only 4%. But remember what we told you at first. It's safe and effective, right? Remember what we were told at the first when it came out? 95% effective. That's what we were told. The first shot was 95%. Now, two shots are only four, but if you get that third, baby, you're up to 64. I don't even know what to say to the irrational, illogical stupidity coming out of this man's mouth. This is the guy who said they were going to go and arrest all these unvaccinated people. They had to stay indoors. They couldn't leave their house. They couldn't go to work and all this other stuff. I'm surprised the guy don't have a bullet in his head now. Well, wait a minute. I'm not. This is down in Australia, so that kind of explains it. I'm surprised the people haven't gotten him, tarred and fettered him, built the gallows, put him on it, didn't even give him a trial after he pulled that junk. This is what the people in Kazakhstan did. They went after him, man. They weren't playing around. Because the guy said, you shoot to kill. It was It's Nazi Germany. And I'm beginning to wonder, are Americans going to stand up when they start picking people off individually and hauling them off to the local COVID concentration camp? I was watching something from Celeste Salam. We, we had her on the show, uh, I think it was last year, uh, a couple of times. One was to deal with the about the issue of the Nazis. And how they really didn't lose. The Nazis actually won. They expanded over here into the United States, South America, all over. Even though the Germans were the losers there. But it is this kind of stuff that's going to bring the tyranny on the people. It's going to be part of God's judgment unless the people repent. I mean, go read Leviticus 26. You don't repent, I'm going to bring it seven times stronger. I don't know about you, that makes me kind of quake in my boots. Because I see what goes on around me. And even though my state hasn't experienced it to the extent maybe some of yours has, I tremble before that, not for the men, not for what men can do, but because a holy God is bringing that judgment on the people of my land. He's bringing that judgment upon us. It's up to us to humble ourselves, to repent, to turn from our weird ways, and to call out to God. If we'll do that, the Bible says he'll heal our land. I have no doubt in my mind in seeing that God protects us from things we don't even know exist or plans that are even being made against us. If he can do that, how much more, if his people would repent of their sins, can he turn things around in an instant? I believe he can do that. And that's why we preach the message that we do. Repentance towards God, faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, being reconciled unto God, and now we're on his page, we're on his side, and what does he do? He, fight, he goes ahead and fights our battles for us. He really does. One more I want to show you, and this is related to the 5G thing that we're going to get into the, the subject here about the, the abortion issue. 
You've been hearing this about the 5G. Now, 297 cities in America have 5G rolled out. Now you're hearing all this fuss about catastrophic you know, things that will take place if this next phase of 5G is rolled out. Listen to what is said about what is going on. In, and I want you to keep in mind, we had Mark Steele on. First interview we did with Mark Steele, Mark Steele said 5G is a weapon. That's what it is. It's not about communications. It's about a weapon. Okay? And so far, I haven't heard anybody in those 297 cities who use 5G. I haven't heard anybody who uh, has said, oh, yeah, this is blazing speed and this, that, and the other. That We've not heard any of that stuff. And I, I'm going to show you this, and then I'm going to pull up one that I, I forgot about. But listen to this. 5G in the U.S. is as much as two and a half times more powerful than overseas. Check this out. Other countries have launched 5G service without flight disruptions. But the agency says the situation is different here. One reason, 5G in the U.S. is as much as two and a half times more powerful than overseas. Shannon? All right, two and a half times more powerful. Now, the question you have to ask is, what does he mean by that? Well, he's obviously not talking about something good with communications being really fast because they have concerns about releasing it. And now you've got the airlines going, uh, this could be a real problem for us. Okay. And if you haven't read it, it has something to do with messing with the radars and all the little instruments that they have to tell how high they are, how fast they're flying, all this kind of stuff. And then there's some other perceptions because of where 5G resides, somewhere in between where the plane is going and... The ground. I, I don't understand exactly what's going on. Uh, some people believe that most pilots would be able to handle that. At least American pilots would be able to do that. Uh, but some foreign pilots might not be. I, I don't know what the difference is. Maybe it's the training or whatever. Uh, but some people think that's okay. Some people don't. Um, <clears throat> I want to, as I'm thinking about that, before we touch on this subject, I wanted to uh, see if we got this other part. Uh, because what I found, what I discovered was... There was a video out. It's by a guy. He says he's uh, you know some kind of cell phone person, and um, he had a video, and I can't find it now. That's really that's really bizarre. Um, <clears throat> yeah, here it is. And this is a, just a brief video too. Now you you guys listening on on the radio, you won't be able to see what's going on, but he will tell you kind of what he's doing here. Um, when he looks at the back of, or when he opens up a 5G phone versus a, a 4G phone. Here it is. Hey, everybody. Cohen here with Cohen's Phone Repairs. Today I have an update on 5G. Now, everybody says don't get a 5G phone because they're dangerous because of the 5G. Now, I have two 5G phones in front of me. Right there is where the 5G chip is supposed to be. And right there is where the 5G chip is supposed to be. I'm sorry to break this to everybody, but every phone, and again, I fix phones every day, so you can take me... You can take this from a reliable source. There's not a single phone in Canada that supports 5G. There's not a single carrier in Canada that supports 5G. It's a marketing scam. So they're charging $200 extra for 5G when it's not even there. I don't know if this speaks wonders to you, but I think the government's doing other things with the 5G towers. Yep. So if this doesn't say something to you, I don't know what will. But again, I fix phones every day, and every 5G phone I fix does not even have a 5G chip in it. And right there is where it's supposed to go. All right. Now, if somebody has different information, I'm happy to hear that. If you can clarify that or whatever, this guy says 
this is what he does. He tells you the company he works for, and he's sitting up in Canada. Phones don't have the 5G chip, and they don't support it. It's a marketing scam. So anyway, if somebody's got some information on that, please send it to me. If if there's a correction that needs to be made, I'll do that. Um, but I, I saw this, and I thought, well, this kind of fits right in line with what Mark was telling us about 5G. Now, with that said... Let's talk about pro- uh, let's, Project Veritas. Let's talk about Pfizer. Because what we found out is when we got those first initial you know, 38 pages, and now they're supposed to be dumping 55,000 pages every month for the next eight months. And they're the trials. The FDA is supposed to be doing that. We know now that the FBI, oh yeah, yeah, here they come again, have been corresponding back and forth with Pfizer about Project Veritas. You remember, they've been uh, doing their own reports and putting things out. Here is uh, James O'Keefe on the issue of, and, and Pfizer's who we're going to be talking about here in just a second, their, their correspondence back and forth with the domestic terrorist agency known as the FBI. Department of Justice documents obtained by Judicial Watch appear to confirm that the FBI is communicating with Pfizer, the pharmaceutical company, about Project Veritas. Now, in this document, which is an FBI document dated January 6, 2022, it's in response to a FOIA request, number 1514498-000, subject, all communications regarding Project Veritas between FBI officials and employees backslash representatives of Pfizer. That's right, Pfizer Pharmaceutical. It says in the letter... The FBI has completed its search for records responsive to your request. The material you requested is located in an investigative file which is exempt from disclosure. It's unclear why Pfizer, one of the world's largest pharmaceutical companies, would be communicating with the Federal Bureau of Investigation oh, I think about it's very journalists clear. or journalism done on Pfizer. Now, on November 9th, 2021, the CEO of Pfizer did say he was talking to the FBI and CIA about what he called misinformation. Uh, there was, particularly with us, we were targeted by a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, dark uh, organizations that you don't really know the ownership. Uh, you suspect that there are some countries behind. Uh, we were getting a lot of briefings from uh, CIA, from FBI about uh, attacks that may happen to us, cyber attacks, I mean, but also about this. Oh, you're playing the victim now. That statement by Pfizer's CEO on November 9th came on the heels of a couple Project Veritas investigative reports into Pfizer about a month earlier. When somebody is naturally um, immune, like they got COVID, um, they probably have better, like not better, but more antibodies against the virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. Again, what you just saw wasn't our claim. That was a statement made by a scientist at Pfizer. The next report we did was on October 6th and involved a whistleblower named Melissa Strickler, and she released emails from a senior director at Pfizer named Vanessa Gelman, who in those emails, Vanessa Gelman talked about how she didn't want information about fetal cells floating out there from the development of the vaccine. From the perspective of corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on the fetal cell lines floating out there. 
Again, we didn't make these claims. This was not our information. This information was coming from Vanessa Gelman, a current senior director at Pfizer Pharmaceutical. So the question Who is, nearly had a heart attack running away Pfizer, from a pharmaceutical company, be talking to the FBI about Project Veritas right after those pieces of reporting I just showed you? Why is a pharmaceutical company and the Federal Bureau of Investigation having conversations about journalists? Because in the they're United fascists States of America. Is this another example of the Department of Justice being weaponized by corporate? and political interests? Yes, it is. Is this another attack on the First Amendment and an attack on journalists? Yes, it is. Project Veritas is once again calling upon all journalists to send a message that the politics of fear will not and cannot prevail. Amen. The state needs to ask questions about this. Do your job. Power. Deception. Propaganda, a new book by James O'Keefe. All right, the you can get James O'Keefe's about what the media American muckraker you is the moment you <laughs> I think become that's what truly it's free. Uh, anyway, and, and, uh, yeah, James knows this is exactly what they're doing. They are fascist, PF fascist. Do it like the kids do it. That's fat, PH fat, right? PF fascist. Thank you, Diana. That was clever. This is exactly why they're doing it. They want to shut them down because they're not being honest with the people. For instance, this comes out. You'll never hear Pfizer. You'll never hear their their talk line that you call into or anything say anything about the bad things that have happened with their shot. Let's go back to the report from yesterday. Dr. Mark Trozzi, or Trozzi, I I don't know how you pronounce his name, T-R-O-Z-Z-I, said that 100% of all reported outcomes of injected mothers lost their babies. This is in the Pfizer trials, folks. Okay? This data comes from the, the documents that we got previously. Here's what he had to say. Please recall our November 23rd, 2021 post titled, The FDA and Pfizer are a match made in hell. There we, there we described how the FDA took only 108 days to approve Pfizer's injection, but wanted 55 years to produce the documents. That right there should tell you exactly how corrupt both of these are, the FDA and Pfizer. Thankfully, public health and medical professionals for transparency filed a lawsuit after the FDA denied their request to expedite the release of the records, and the records are being released, albeit still too slowly. Yeah, eight months is just way too slow. They have this stuff. They can dump it out on the people. They really can. Among the first reports handed over by Pfizer was a cumulative <clears throat> analysis of post-authorization adverse effect adverse event reports describing events reported to Pfizer up until February 2021. You can download this entire report here. There's a link there for people who want to do that. Look at Table 6 from this Pfizer report. It is titled Missing Information. Its first heading under the topic Missing Information is Use in Pregnancy and Lactation. It includes this paragraph. Listen, listen closely. Because we're talking about those that they finished the study with. If you remember, when they were giving the shots out, and we were getting little bits and pieces about their trials before they they started experimenting on the public, which is against the law too, which is what they're doing, by the way, and not giving informed consent, we were finding out 
that there were all kinds of problems with people not coming back for the second dose. Did the first dose kill them? Did it inca- incapacitate them? Did they get so sick that they just didn't want to participate? What, you know, what went on? We don't know. There were a bunch of them, too. But here's the, the paragraph from uh, the missing information issue uh, table here on Table 6 of the Pfizer report. Pregnancy outcomes for the 270 pregnancies were reported as spontaneous abortion, 23, outcome pending, 5, premature birth and neonatal death, spontaneous abortion with intrauterine, I guess that's how you pronounce that word, death, 2 each, spontaneous abortion with neonatal death, and normal outcome, 1 each, no outcome was provided for 237 pregnancies. In other words, they didn't know. They didn't know. 238 of these women, they didn't even follow up with. Okay? But of the ones they reported, all of them died. All of the babies died. And they say, note that two different outcomes were reported for each twin, and both were counted. That's why you have uh, more than the reported mothers, okay, is is the issue of, of twins in there. And here's what he goes on to say. On the surface, this states that of 270 pregnancies, there were 23 spontaneous abortions, five outcomes pending, uh, two ma- premature births with ne- neonatal death, two spontaneous abortions with inter- intrauterine death, one spontaneous abortion with neonatal death, and one normal outcome But note also, no outcome was provided for 238 pregnancies. So, according to Dr. Trozzi, we really have no idea what happened with 243 of the pregnancies of these injections. That's the 238 that they don't know where the mother went or whatever, and the five that are still pending outcome. Um, They have just not been included in the report. What we do know is that of 27 reported pregnancies, there are 28 dead babies. And again, obviously, that includes twins. A hundred percent of those that followed through in the Pfizer trials, the mothers lost their children. They lost their children. Now, again, we have an MIT doctor. We have Dr. Robert Malone, the guy who, whose name's on the patents for the MRA technology. Actually, it's really God's technology. He's just thinking God's thoughts after him, so to speak. But the fact of the matter, they have warned about giving it to children. They have warned about giving it to young people. They've warned about it giving it to adults. They have warned the people about it, and the people will not hear them. Or if they don't hear them, they're being silenced so that the people don't hear them. And in this issue right here, everyone that they followed through with, and they saw what is the result of this, and we tracked it, A hundred percent of mothers lost their children because they took the shot. Don't let anybody fool you. Don't let any slack hecklers come out and say, oh, well, you can't prove that. Look, use your common sense. Okay? Use your common sense. What would you think is the result of these babies being, being killed? In this matter, to me, it's, this isn't hard to understand. My kids could understand it. And I'm not saying my kids are stupid. I'm just saying, I'm talking about little kids. They can understand if you, 
If you line somebody up against the wall, if you line 10 people against the wall and you just took a gun and sprayed it, you didn't even look, you just sprayed it, and then all of a sudden 10 people are dead, what would you think killed them? Yeah, you would think that you would use the gun to shoot bullets into their body. That, that's what killed them, right? You would think that. The same thing's happening here. They lined the mothers up against the wall, gave them the shot, and killed their babies. Plain and simple. How is this possible? It's possible because America has lost her moral compass, which is the Bible, which is the law of God, which is, you can point it back even into natural law, because that law existed long before Moses got it on, the, on Sinai. It's a picture of God's character. We have forgotten that, and we said 50 years ago, hey, it's okay if mom wants to kill her baby. And, and women, around the, women in the United States have said, it's a choice we have. They never follow up a choice to do what? To murder our babies, to decapitate our babies, to dismember our babies, to take the life and suck it out of our own offspring, our, our own blood, our own flesh and blood. We're willing to murder them for the sake of convenience, for the sake of sexual liberty, whatever the case may be, when it's really a bondage. And every mother that does it knows it because inside of her is the image of God. She knows it. She may suppress the truth and unrighteousness, but she knows it deep down what she's doing. They suppress that truth and unrighteousness. And this is why many women who go and have abortions really have traumatic emotional and mental experiences because they know what they've done. And I'm not here to pick on them. I'm here to call you to repentance. God forgives of even those kinds of sins. He does. If God can forgive the Apostle Paul, who called himself the chief of sinners, not at the beginning of his conversion, but at the end of his life, because he persecuted God's people, and he was putting to death God's people, hey, Mom, if you've taken the life of your child, he can forgive you too, but you got to meet him on his terms. You can't just say, hey, I'm just going to remain this way and I'll have another one if I have. You've got to turn from sin. This is the whole point. This is the whole point. But we've allowed that. We've also allowed it to the point now where we know, we know for a fact, when people go into the hospital and they have the quote-unquote convid-like symptoms, that what happens is they'll give them this remdesivir. You remember I played you last week um, on the show the the issue concerning the Maryland governor. And <clears throat> specifically, he's going to come out. It's not his place to come out with the National Guard and this, that, and the other. Um, and it's not his place to be involved in um, science or health any more than it is any other governor, the president, the Congress, any of that. It's, it's just not their business. They're there to punish evildoers, not to get involved in this stuff. And I want you to listen to what he had to say. I'll just remind you with what he had to say when he made his announcement last week. Here he is. Currently under construction. Uh, in order to meet the, the Maryland National Guard, we'll begin distributing courses of remdesivir, which is one of the therapeutic treatments uh, which is effective against the Omicron variant. Actually, uh, it's not effective against anything except taking somebody's life. That's what, it, that's what it's effective at. So what the Maryland governor is going to do is call out the National Guard, okay, for use that they're not supposed to be used in. 
It, it, this is might as well be Meals on Wheels. That's what it. That's what it might as well be. This is a federalized militia. It's not a constitutional militia. Just want to make that clear. Don't be offended if you're in the National Guard at what I said. Go and look at your history. Our founding fathers never wanted a militia that was federalized. It was to be in the states. And so here you've got the Maryland governor calling out the National Guard to dispense remdesivir. Yep, the same drug that he claims is a treatment for COVID-19 killed our friend Stephen Spivey, the producer of Fallen Angel, the story on Extortion 17 that was released last August, that we had on the show last August, on the anniversary of the downing of Extortion 17. Killed him. It's killing many more Americans and people worldwide. It's known to kill, just like the, the ferrets in the test for the shots, it's known to kill all of them too. All the rats that they used in it. It's known to do it. And who's behind it? Same guy that was behind AZT for the AIDS people. Dr. Anthony Fauci. Highest paid bureaucrat in D.C. Higher paid than the U.S. president. Why? It's not even authorized in the Constitution. We know Dr. Fauci's dirty. Why have we not brought justice against him? Why? I'm just curious. Why have we not pulled a Kazakhstan on some of these, these tyrants? I mean that. Why have we not done it? You know, I was reading in Scripture... And here's what, here's what I got. From Proverbs 24, verses 11 to 12. This is from the English Standard Version. Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, Behold, we did not know this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his work? See, God's looking at us too. He's not just looking at the bad guys over there. He's looking at us who are letting it go on and we do nothing to stop it. Is he not going to judge us for that? Oh, I have Jesus. I'm not under judgment. This, yeah, you may not be under the wrath of God, but is he not going to bring? Is he not going to judge your lack of love for your fellow man, your lack of love for him for not obeying? Yes, he is. Paul says that we all must stand before the bema seat of Christ, right, to give an account of what we've done in our bodies, whether it's good or whether it is bad. Now, the whole idea of abortion in and of itself flies in the face of the law of God. Exodus 20.13, you shall not murder. You shall not murder. Leviticus 24.17, whoever takes a human life shall surely be put to death. Tim, you got a bloodlust. You just want people to die. No, I'm telling you what God said about it. I didn't make the rules. God did. He's the one who made them. Well, but it's just a blob of flesh, and it's, you know, it's just a clump of cells, and it's not really a baby, and it's not really, you know, a human, and blah, 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 blah. Nonsense. Psalm 139. Here's what it says. For you formed me in my inward parts. 
you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them. He's talking about his parts, all the things that God made uh, the, the psalmist, that he put him together. The days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. You see, whether, whether it, we start out as clumps of cells, or just one cell, or whatever the case may be, the Bible says that God knows who we are before that conception even takes place. He's already written out. It's almost like, you know, I'm not trying to be trivial or, or blasphemous or anything. It's almost like pulling out the instructions to a Lego set before you dump the Legos out and build whatever you're going to build with them. God's already written out the instructions for how we would be constructed, how we would be built before the pieces even came together. And so therefore... At any time, and I know guys with good intentions want to have the heartbeat bills, and I get it, I get it, but what we ought to be doing is pushing for the conception issue, because if you're going to have a biblical foundation, you have to go back to conception. That's where life begins. God already has in his mind how he's going to form us, but now it's this. So you say, well, what does all that have to do with the Pfizer shots and stuff? Well, I just told you. In their clinical trials, 100 of the mothers, 100% of the mothers that they actually followed through with lost their babies. And nobody's done anything about it. Nobody. Just like they haven't done anything about the murder of the unborn that takes place day after day after day after day in this country. They haven't done anything. Both are a violation of the law of God. Both are thumbing their nose at God. Both are done for money. And both know exactly what they're doing. And the American church is largely silent on the issue. In fact, I remember some years ago, and I think it was when Ron Paul was running in 2012. I remember Christians... I remember conservatives, I remember constitutionalists, I remember quote-unquote Republicans getting up and saying, we can't stay on these quote-unquote social moral issues. We've got to focus on the economy. Right there, remember what I told you, if you've got a politician and their foundation of where they start is economy or money, they are Marxist at heart. That's what they are. That's what they are. If you have one come to you and say, we need to start with the law and justice, then they have a biblical worldview. Because why? Because economy, economics, and all of that, money, all of it, falls under the law. Yeah, God told us how to deal with our money, too. Not just, you know, don't get in debt and, you know, things like that. He talked about just weights and measurements, what those would be. In fact, if you really want to see the time where Jesus got the angriest, he went and got some cords and made a whip and went into the temple. And what was he there to do? Was he there to get the guys for bad doctrine? No. 
What was he there to do? He said they were to drive them out because they were money hungry. They were cheating the people out of their money. They weren't having just weights and measurements. He said it's supposed to be a house of prayer. You made it a den of thieves. It wasn't that there was anything wrong with providing sacrifices for the people, even at a reasonable price. It wasn't an issue that. It was the money changing that was going on. The people from come all over and they got to change their currency into this currency. And when they did, they were tacking all, all kinds of interest on it, usury, which they were told not to do. And Jesus comes in and drives them out, not once, but twice. It drives them out, gets rid of them. And that goes right in with this. What we're seeing right now is the extension, the logical extension of abortion, which then leads to euthanasia. And we've seen that too. Dr. Kevorkian and his crowd, he knows better now. Sadly, he knows better now. And now we're seeing where fascists in business and fascists in government who are going to cover for those businesses, this is the thing where James O'Keefe was talking about, are willing to give a poison that they know will kill your baby. And you're complicit, you women who are in the trials, you may be in, have been eager, but you're complicit in letting them do it. You're complicit in letting them do it. And there is no justice. Look at this guy from Pfizer. You know the guy that had the weird stuff going on with his neck before that I showed you the video? He's sitting there all smug with the idea, nobody's going to touch me. I'm going to get my friends at the FBI to go after you cats who are giving out, quote-unquote, what I say is misinformation. But we've got their reports. Where's the misinformation? There is none. The misinformation is coming from Pfizer. The misinformation is coming from Moderna. The misinformation is coming from Johnson Johnson, AstraZeneca. It's coming from lying politicians like the illegitimate guy Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Donald Trump. Uh, the, the audacity to tell people that the shots haven't killed anybody. I tell you, you people who continue to support that guy, I, there's no way to help you. The, the, you're just lost in your delusion. If you're still doing that, you are lost in your delusion. You do not have discernment. You really don't. And it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse, and we're going to be plunged into darkness, utter darkness in this country, Unless we repent. The light has come into the world, the Lord Jesus Christ, John 1. And the world perceived him not. And I can tell you this, he's come to America in the gospel, and Americans have not perceived the Christ. But boy, do they perceive Antichrist, and they want to follow after Antichrist. It's a, it's a sad thing. We've got to repent before God. Let God heal our land. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central today, and we'll be back in the morning, 8 a.m. with Kate Shimrani. See you.